Section 1 of The Glories of Mary by St. Alphonsus Liguori. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part 1, Chapter 1, Salve Regina, Mater Misericordiae, Hail Queen, Mother of Mercy. Section 1. Of the great confidence we should have in Mary, because she is the Queen of Mercy. The Holy Church justly honors the great Virgin Mary, and would have her honored by all men with the glorious title of Queen, because she has been elevated to the dignity of Mother of the King of Kings. If the Son is King, says St. Athanasius, his mother must necessarily be considered and entitled Queen. From the moment that Mary consented, adds St. Bernardine of Siena, to become the Mother of the Eternal Word, she merited the title of queen of the world and all creatures if the flesh of mary says saint arnold abbot was the flesh of jesus how can the mother be separated from the son in his kingdom hence it follows that the regal glory must not only be considered as common to the mother and the son but even the same if jesus is the king of the whole world mary is also queen of the whole world therefore says saint bernardine of siena all creatures who serve God ought also to serve Mary, for all angels and men, and all things that are in heaven and on earth, being subject to the dominion of God, are also subject to the dominion of the glorious Virgin. Hence Garrick, Abbot, thus addresses the Divine Mother. Continue, Mary, continue in security to reign, dispose, according to thy will, of everything belonging to thy Son, for thou, being mother and spouse of the king of the world, the kingdom and power over all creatures is due to thee as queen. Mary, then, is queen, but let all learn for their consolation that she is a mild and merciful queen, desiring the good of us poor sinners. Hence the Holy Church bids us salute her in this prayer, and name her the Queen of Mercy. The very name of queen signifies, as blessed Albertus Magnus remarks, compassion and provision for the poor differing in this from the title of empress which signifies severity and rigor the greatness of kings and queens consists in comforting the wretched as seneca says so that whereas tyrants in reigning have only their own advantage in view kings should have for their object the good of their subjects therefore at the consecration of kings their heads are anointed with oil which is the symbol of mercy to denote that they, in reigning, should above all things cherish thoughts of kindness and beneficence towards their subjects. Kings should then principally occupy themselves with works of mercy, but not to the neglect of the exercise of justice towards the guilty, when it is required. Not so Mary, who, although queen, is not queen of justice, intent upon the punishment of the guilty, but queen of mercy, solely intent upon compassion and pardon for sinners. Accordingly, the church requires us explicitly to call her queen of mercy. The high chancellor of Paris, John Gerson, meditating on the words of David, These two things have I heard, that power belongeth to God, and mercy to thee, O Lord, says, that the kingdom of God consisting of justice and mercy, the Lord has divided it, he has reserved the kingdom of justice for himself, and he has granted the kingdom of mercy to Mary, ordaining that all mercies which are dispensed to men should pass through the hands of Mary, 
and should be bestowed according to her good pleasure. St. Thomas confirms this in his preface to the canonical epistles, saying that the Holy Virgin, when she conceived the divine word in her womb and brought him forth, obtained half the kingdom of God by becoming queen of mercy, Jesus Christ remaining king of justice. The eternal father constituted Jesus Christ king of justice, and therefore made him the universal judge of the world. Hence the prophet sang, Give to the king thy judgment, O God, and to the king's son thy justice. Here a learned interpreter takes up the subject, and says, O Lord, thou hast given to thy son thy justice, because thou hast given to the mother of the king thy mercy. And St. Bonaventure happily varies the passage above quoted by saying, Give to the king thy judgment, O God, and to his mother thy mercy. Ernest, Archbishop of Prague, also says that the Eternal Father has given to the Son the office of judging and punishing, and to the mother the office of compassionating and relieving the wretched. Therefore the prophet David predicted that God himself, if I may thus express it, would consecrate Mary, Queen of Mercy, anointing her with the oil of gladness, in order that all of us miserable children of Adam might rejoice in the thought of having in heaven that great queen, so full of the unction of mercy and pity for us, as St. Bonaventure says, O Mary, so full of the unction of mercy and the oil of pity, that God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness. And how well does blessed Albertus Magnus here apply the history of Queen Esther, who was indeed a type of our Queen Mary. We read in the fourth chapter of the book of Esther, that in the reign of the king Asuerus, there went forth, throughout his kingdom, a decree commanding the death of all the Jews. Then Mardukai, who was one of the condemned, committed their cause to Esther, that she might intercede with the king to obtain the revocation of the sentence. At first Esther refused to take upon herself this office, fearing that it would excite the anger of the king more. But Mardukai rebuked her, and bade her remember that she must not think of saving herself alone, as the Lord had placed her upon the throne, to obtain salvation for all the Jews. Think not that thou mayest save thy life only, because thou art in the king's house, more than all the Jews. Thus said Mordecai to Queen Esther, and thus might we poor sinners say to our Queen Mary, if she were ever reluctant to intercede with God, for our deliverance from the just punishment of our sins. Think not that thou mayest save thy life only, because thou art in the king's house, more than all men. Think not, O lady, that God has exalted thee to be the queen of the world, only to secure thy own welfare, but also that thou, being so greatly elevated, mayest the more compassionate and the better relieve us miserable sinners. Asuerus, when he saw Esther before him, affectionately inquired of her what she had come to ask of him. What is thy petition? Then the queen answered, If I have found favor in thy sight, O king, give me my people for which I request. Asuerus heard her, and immediately ordered the sentence to be revoked. Now if Asuerus granted to Esther, because he loved her, the salvation of the Jews, will not God graciously listen to Mary, in his boundless love for her, when she prays to him for those poor sinners, who recommend themselves to her, and says to him, If I have found favor in thy sight, O king, my king and my God, if I ever found favor with thee, 
and well does the divine mother know herself to be the blessed the fortunate the only one of the children of men who found the grace lost by man she knows herself to be the beloved of her lord more beloved than all the saints and angels united give me my people for which i request if thou lovest me she says to him give me o my lord these sinners in whose behalf i entreat thee is it possible that god will not graciously hear her is there any one who does not know the power of mary's prayers with god the law of clemency is on her tongue every prayer of hers is as a law established by our lord that mercy shall be exercised towards those for whom mary intercedes saint bernard asks why does the church name mary queen of mercy and answers because we believe that she opens the depths of the mercy of god to whom she will when she will and as she will so that not even the vilest sinner is lost if mary protects him but it may perhaps be feared that mary disdains interposing in behalf of some sinners because she finds them so laden with sins perhaps the majesty and sanctity of this great queen should alarm us no says saint gregory in proportion to her greatness and holiness are her clemency and mercy towards sinners who desire to amend and who have recourse to her kings and queens inspire terror by the display of their majesty and their subjects fear to enter their presence but what fear says saint bernard can the wretched have of going to this queen of mercy since she never shows herself terrible or austere to those who seek her but all sweetness and kindness mary not only gives but she herself presents to us milk and wool the milk of mercy to inspire us with confidence and wool to shield us from the thunderbolts of divine justice suetonius narrates of the emperor titus that he could never refuse a favor to any one who asked it and that he even sometimes promised more than he could perform and he answered to one who admonished him of this that a prince should not dismiss any one from his presence dissatisfied titus said this but in reality was perhaps often either guilty of falsehood or failed in his promises but our queen cannot lie and can obtain whatever she wishes for her devoted servants she has a heart so kind and compassionate says blosius that she cannot send away dissatisfied any one who invokes her aid but as saint bernard says how couldst thou o mary refuse succor to the wretched when thou art queen of mercy and who are the subjects of mercy if not the miserable thou art the queen of mercy and i the most miserable of all sinners if i then am the first of thy subjects then thou shouldst have more care of me than of all others have pity on us then o queen of mercy and give heed to our salvation neither say to us o most holy virgin as saint gregory of nicomedia would add that thou canst not aid us because of the multitude of our sin when thou hast such power and pity that no number of sins can ever surpass it nothing resists thy power since thy creator and ours while he honors thee as his mother considers thy glory as his own and exulting in it as a son grants thy petitions as if he were discharging an obligation by this he means to say that though mary is under an infinite obligation to her son for having elected her to be his mother 
yet it cannot be denied that the son also is greatly indebted to his mother for having given him his human nature whence jesus as if to recompense mary as he ought while he enjoys this his glory honors her especially by always graciously listening to her prayers how great then should be our confidence in this queen knowing how powerful she is with god and at the same time how rich and full of mercy so much so that there is no one on earth who does not share in the mercies and favors of mary this the blessed virgin herself revealed to saint bridget i am she said to her the queen of heaven and the mother of mercy i am the joy of the just and the gate of entrance for sinners to god neither is there living on earth a sinner who is so accursed that he is deprived of my compassion for every one if he receives nothing else through my intercession receives the grace of being less tempted by evil spirits than he otherwise would be no one therefore she added who is not entirely accursed by which is meant the final and irrevocable malediction pronounced against the damned is so entirely cast off by god that he may not return and enjoy his mercy if he invokes my aid i am called by all the mother of mercy and truly the mercy of god towards men has made me so merciful towards them and then she concluded by saying therefore he shall be miserable and forever miserable in another life who in this being able does not have recourse to me who am so compassionate to all and so earnestly desire to aid sinners let us then have recourse let us always have recourse to this most sweet queen if we would be sure of our salvation and if the sight of our sins terrifies and disheartens us let us remember that mary was made queen of mercy for this very end that she might save by her protection the greatest and most abandoned sinners who have recourse to her they are to be her crown in heaven as her divine spouse has said come from libanus my spouse come from libanus come thou shalt be crowned from the dens of the lions from the mountains of the leopards and what are these dens of wild beasts and monsters if not miserable sinners whose souls become dens of sin the most deformed monsters now by these same sinners as rupert the abbot remarks who are saved by thy means o great queen mary thou wilt be crowned in heaven for their salvation will be thy crown a crown indeed worthy and fit for a queen of mercy and let the following example illustrate this example we read in the life of sister catherine an augustinian nun that in the place where that servant of god lived there lived also a woman named mary who in her youth was a sinner and obstinately persevered in her evil courses even to extreme old age for this she was banished by her fellow-citizens forced to live in a cave beyond the limits of the place and died in a state of loathsome corruption abandoned by all and without the sacraments and on this account was buried in a field like a beast now sister catherine who was accustomed to recommend very affectionately to god the souls of those who had departed this life after learning the miserable death of this poor old woman did not think of praying for her as she and every one else believed her already among the damned four years having passed a soul from purgatory one day appeared to her and said sister catherine 
how unhappy is my fate you commend to god the souls of all those who die and for my soul alone you have had no pity and who are you said the servant of god i am answered she that poor mary who died in the cave how are you saved exclaimed sister catherine yes i am saved she said by the mercy of the virgin mary and how when i saw death drawing near finding myself laden with sins and abandoned by all i turned to the mother of god and said to her lady thou art the refuge of the abandoned behold me at this hour deserted by all thou art my only hope thou alone canst help me have pity on me the holy virgin obtained for me the grace of making an act of contrition i died and am saved and my queen has also obtained for me the grace that my pains should be abridged and that i should by suffering intensely for a short time pass through that purification which otherwise would have lasted many years a few masses only are needed to obtain my release from purgatory i pray thee cause them to be offered for me and i promise to pray god and mary for thee sister catherine immediately caused those masses to be said for her and that soul after a few days appeared to her again more brilliant than the sun and said to her i thank thee sister catherine behold i am now going to paradise to sing the mercy of god and pray for thee prayer o mother of my god and my lady mary as a poor wounded and loathsome wretch presents himself to a great queen i present myself to thee who art the queen of heaven and earth from the lofty throne on which thou art seated do not disdain i pray thee to cast thy eye upon me a poor sinner god hath made thee so rich in order that thou mayest succor the needy and hath made thee queen of mercy that thou mayest help the miserable look upon me then and have pity on me look upon me and do not leave me until thou hast changed me from a sinner into a saint i see i merit nothing or rather i merit for my ingratitude to be deprived of all the graces which by thy means i have received from the lord but thou who art the mother of mercy dost not require merits but miseries that thou mayest succor those who are in need and who is more poor and more needy than i o glorious virgin i know that thou being queen of the universe art also my queen and i in a more especial manner would dedicate myself to thy service that thou mayest dispose of me as seemeth best to thee therefore i say to thee with st bonaventure o lady i submit myself to thy control that thou mayest rule and govern me entirely do not leave me to myself rule me o my queen and do not leave me to myself command me employ me as thou wilt and punish me if i do not obey thee for very salutary will be the punishments that come from thy hand i would esteem it a greater thing to be thy servant than lord of the whole earth thine i am save me accept me o mary for thy own and attend to my salvation as i am thine own i no longer will be my own i give myself to thee and if hitherto i have so poorly served thee having lost so many good occasions of honouring thee for the time to come i will unite myself to thy most loving and most faithful servants no one from this time henceforth 
shall surpass me in honoring and loving thee my most lovely queen this i promise and i hope to perform with thy assistance amen end of section one